0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1483, I Need Closure, Why It's Not Possible to Get It, by Dr. Jennifer Jill Harmon of Loves.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, here with you to help you improve your relationships each day in about 10 minutes. And joining us on the journey today is the writing of Dr. Jennifer Jill Harmon from Loves.com. She's going to share some research, some of her own ideas, and some of her own experiences as they relate to the idea of closure, which we could probably stand to address a little bit more here on the show. So I'm really happy to have her work here today. Let's get right into it and optimize your life. I need closure. Why it's not possible to get it by Dr. Jennifer Jill Harmon of Loves.com. Closure is a term I've heard bandied about by many of my friends over the years, but I've always wondered what it really means. For example, after my friend Daphne's long-distance boyfriend broke up with her over the phone, she told me she needed to fly from New York City to London to see him in person to get closure. Even after she saw him in person, she still didn't feel like things were really over. The meaning of closure is something I've grappled with when trying to make sense of my own past relationships. I spent the better part of 10 years trying to get closure with an ex whom I'll call the question mark so that I could move on, trying everything from writing him long treatises on why our relationship could never work to hashing things out in person in order to finally say goodbye. Because none of my techniques worked, I tried to find some psychological research to get a better grasp on what closure means and was sadly disappointed to learn that there isn't a lot of research out there on the topic. One reason for this is that closure has never really been defined. I was able to find a dissertation study involving interviews with a small number of women coping with relationship loss. The doctoral student investigator found that when women described closure, it was associated with knowing why the relationship ended and no longer feeling attachment or pain. While this definition is also typically what I think about when I use the word, my continued confusion is related to whether knowing why a relationship has ended is necessary in order to have less pain or attachment to the lost partner. I turned to a social psychological theory to see what answers it could provide. Attachment theorists would argue that closure occurs when we eliminate ambiguous feelings we have toward a person who we feel emotionally connected to. When relationships end, people first protest, then despair, e.g. be sad, and then reorganize, meaning that their self-concepts need to change in order to no longer include the loved one. Our own Dr. Gary Lewandowski has researched what happens to our self when we experience relationship loss. He found that the more we self-expand in our relationships, meaning the more our self-concept grows as a result of being involved with our partners, the greater the loss of self we experience when the relationship ends. From an attachment perspective, then, Closure would mean eliminating or fully distancing oneself from an entire aspect of the self that developed while with another person. For example, while I dated The Question Mark, he and I both loved to listen to Coldplay albums together. The band's music was pretty much a soundtrack for our relationship. After we broke up, it was always too painful to listen to any of the band's songs without feeling the loss of the relationship. I could either avoid the music or listen to it and think of him. Either way, these tactics did not really seem like true closure. Need for closure is another theory borrowed from the basic perception research. The extension to social relationships is that people get closure in order to see the world in a more simplistic way. In other words, individuals who have a need for closure desire clear cut and definitive answers about life and relationships, e.g., I need to know exactly why the relationship ended. While some people need more closure than others, Some are better able to make swift, decisive decisions about ending things. Researchers have found that when people feel like they need closure but are not able to cognitively, they have poor mental health outcomes, e.g. depression. I guess this may explain why it was so frustrating for me the last few years to want to be over the question mark, but not be able to let it go, and why my friend Daphne did not feel closure after traveling across the globe to get it. Even considering this theory, I was still left wondering whether it's really possible, or even healthy, to completely close off our thoughts and feelings about meaningful past relationships in order to experience closure. Some therapists have gone so far to state that true closure is a myth and impossible to achieve. Indeed, many individuals experience unending loss that is ambiguous and open-ended. Therapists argue that instead of trying to find closure, which may never be possible, it's best to find meaning even if there is no final end. The take-home message is to be okay with not knowing why things ended. Being okay with not having all the answers can then lead to a deeper personal growth because it bolsters our ability to tolerate anxiety associated with ambiguity or uncertainty in our lives. In other words, we can never know all the reasons that some of our relationships end. Accepting this, even when it's uncomfortable to do so, makes dealing with other uncertainties in life easier. So, if there's no such thing as true closure, then it may be best to adjust expectations about what grief and loss really are. This means coming to terms with what the lost relationship means, acknowledging its significance, and then continuing on to find growth and meaning in other areas of life and relationships. Once I finally started moving on with my life and let my new partner, the consultant, into my heart, My need to get closure with the question mark has diminished to the point of almost non-existence. Do I still love him? Sure, he was an important part of my life for a long period of time. Do I love the consultant and want to invest my time, love, and energy with him today? Absolutely. Every day. I think this is what closure means. For me, at least. You just listened to the post titled, I Need Closure why it's not possible to get it by Dr. Jennifer Jill Harmon of loves.com Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And some really great work from Dr. Jennifer today, and many thanks to her for that. I definitely agree with her last sentiment about how the truest form of closure is likely when we're willing and able to give ourselves fully to someone else. But the journey to get there can be very long and very arduous, needless to say. So, I'm also a big fan of this idea she mentioned about being okay with not knowing. There are very few pieces of wisdom uh, that I think apply to most everything, but contentment with not having clear-cut answers and patience with living in life's gray area feels hugely useful to me, and I really try to apply that each and every day. Needing the black and white, clear-cut answers that will eventually eat away at those who arrive at the point at which they realize that there's just too much that we cannot understand. Not allowing the unanswerable can lead to massive anxiety and depression, because life provides almost no concrete certainty to anything, aside from consciousness itself. So perhaps I'm waxing too philosophical here and going on a tangent, but I do believe that applying this idea is wildly helpful in all of life, relationships included. So that's going to do it for today, everyone. A big thank you to Dr. Jennifer once again, and same to all of you for coming and making another episode happen. Definitely share this post with someone who you feel could benefit from it, someone maybe obsessing over closure themselves. And aside from that, enjoy the rest of your day, and be sure to come on back again tomorrow for another article. That's where your optimal life awaits.